Welcome to the Dare to Date podcast, the podcast about dating, love and relationships, where I have the bigger conversations, you know, the ones that change lives. Now, this week, I'm going to talk about, do you need to love yourself to get the relationship you want? Is it fact or is it fiction? Is it true or is it false? Now, I come from Australia where, you know, growing up, the concept of loving yourself was mocked. You'd be up yourself and no one wanted to be up themselves, you know, good, better than anyone else. We also have the tall poppy syndrome where if anyone's doing well, we like to cut them down. So there can be a lot of resistance, also a lot of confusion. What the hell does it even mean? Loving yourself. You know, there's words like self-esteem, self-worth, self-compassion, self-kindness. And then you even get the flip side where if you, you know, like yourself too much, you're called a narcissist. Now I'm going to address the narcissist thing before we get started. And this is not a podcast on narcissists. Now a narcissist, the definition is excessive interest or admiration in themselves. Basically, (laughs) all of us at some point in time display narcissistic tendencies, right? However, being a narcissist is actually a personality disorder that that less than 5% of the population have. The diagnosed form, right? So it is kind of a serious disorder. People with narcissist disorder cannot hold down a healthy relationship. They don't have any empathy. They don't, it's all about them and making them feel good. It's quite an extreme thing. Interestingly enough, of that 5%, 50 to 75% of narcissists are men. (laughs) You know, and I do speak to a lot of women who feel like they've dated a narcissist. Some have, some have just dated exceptionally selfish men. Now for a lot of women are really kind, are really nice, are really good people and they're they're food for the narcissist, the psychopath and the selfish guy because they like to make other people feel good, often at the expense of themselves. So before I get started, don't date the selfish person. If someone only cares about their own interests or what it means to them, they don't make a good person for a relationship, okay? I do find a lot of people might come out of failed relationships and they're tired of compromising. So they go through a period of dating where it is all about them. If you want a healthy relationship, that's not the time to meet them because relationships are about compromise and Both people have needs and being able to meet both of them. So you don't want to date the person where it's all about them. Okay, so we get that out of the way. Do you need to love yourself to have a healthy relationship? The whole concept is quite new. 20 years ago, we wouldn't have even talked about loving ourselves, especially in Australia where you be up yourself. Nowadays, we do. Now, in the past, people would learn to, you know, have a healthy opinion of themselves and learn to love someone else in a relationship, that it was just what they did. Nowadays, I would say, if you can 
have good self-worth, good self-value, rather than low self-esteem and low self-worth and feeling bad about yourself is going to create a much healthier relationship. Now, I know in our society, you know, it's a Christian society, it's always being, you know, love your neighbor, but they forget the part of the Bible where it says, love your neighbor as yourself. To really be able to love someone and let love in, you have to know what it feels like to be loved. And, you know, a lot of you can come from backgrounds where you haven't felt that, where you don't even know what it feels like to be loved. And it is important to have, instead of low self-worth and low self-esteem, a healthy self-worth, a healthy self-esteem, and a healthy love for yourself that's about balance and not about the extremes. Now, love is not something you have. It's something you do. It's an action. It's a doing word. It's about being loving, being compassionate, being kind, listening. You know, you look at the five languages of love. It's about taking actions, doing nice things, spending time. The words you use, gifts, all of those things make up love. So, you know, I want to say that you never get to a place of self-love because it's something you do for yourself each and every day like you would do in a relationship I don't have a relationship if I'm not relating to the other person because it's not a fixed object same with love and again if you've got kids or you've been in a relationship there's going to be times where you don't feel love but it doesn't mean you don't love you know I love my kids but I don't feel overwhelming love for them every minute of every day, but I love them. You know, I, when I'm in a relationship and I'm in a relationship at the moment, I love someone, but do I always feel it? No. And the same goes for yourself. Love comes in actions. Love comes in the words we say, how we treat the other person. not always in the feelings of it. So love is a doing word. Now, when you have low self-esteem, low worth, and no love for yourself, it can allow you to get in relationships that reinforce your opinion of yourself. So if you don't feel great about yourself, you're likely to end up in relationships that reinforce that view. Maybe the other person doesn't love you, Or you might attract someone who doesn't feel good about themselves and you're both, you know, kind of like attracts like. (laughs) So it's important to kind of work on that first and it's something that's healthy. You know, it's a lot of you will base your opinion on yourself based on what you do and based on what you have. I feel good about myself when. I feel good about myself if. It's very conditional. And that can get you into a toxic loop when things don't go right. Now, we are human beings having a human experience, which means that we're going to make mistakes, that we're going to be flawed. There is no such thing as a perfect person 
on the face of the planet, right? And we're going to make mistakes. And it's when you make the mistakes, how you act to yourself, that's really important. Are you loving and kind and compassionate? Or are you horrible to yourself? That is the action of loving yourself. And, you know, instead of saying, I love myself when I get the job, I love myself when someone else loves me, I'll love myself when I'm successful, when my business is working, I'll love myself when I'm fit, I love myself when I lose those 10 kilos, I love myself when I become more confident, I'll love myself only if I look good. People, that doesn't work because there are a million opportunities in that to not like yourself and not love yourself. So like I said, love is an action and it comes in how you treat yourself. So I want to ask you, how do you treat yourself? So we're not talking about that excessive interest in yourself, but what are the words you say to yourself when you don't meet your own standards? What does the voice in your head say? Is it kind? Is it compassionate? Or do you say, you useless freaking idiot, you can't do anything right, can't believe you did that again. I can't believe, you know, you couldn't do that. No one's going to love you. Look at you. You're a freaking waste of time. A lot of the time, the words we can say in our own heads, we wouldn't dare to say to another human being. So I want you to walk away from this podcast and for the next week, notice the words you're saying to yourself and look at how you can cancel those bad words and be really loving and compassionate to yourself. Now, compassionate is a feeling of deep sympathy for someone else and wanting to alleviate the suffering, not causing it. It really is so important to understand what this means because it is a game changer in the way you treat yourself. We often think self-love is going and having a bubble bath, treating yourself to a manicure, a massage, or, you know, buying yourself something nice. But they're just the superficial things. And yeah, that's part of what you would do in a loving relationship. And it's part of what you can do in a loving relationship with yourself. But let's face it, I know we've heard sticks and stones break our bones, but names will never hurt us. Freaking not true. Words are the most powerful things that you can do. They come with energy. They stick. They last. We remember them. What words are you using to yourself? Words matter. Start to notice. Start to be kind to yourself. Now, look, the whole world of dating and relationships can be harsh. It's full of rejection. It's full of, you know, there's some really, I'd like to swear, but I'll be good. So it's a freaking horrible experiences out there that will make you feel bad about yourself. But it's important not to personalize it, okay? It's not all about you. You can go on a date and people are looking for something in particular that you don't match. Maybe your values aren't aligned. 
sometimes we make it about us and us not being good enough. If you have to think about the amount of people you've met in your lifetime and you look at how many you'd actually want to date and be attracted to, it's not that many. It's a lot of pressure on that one relationship that we put. And I know in the dating world, people go into it and they don't want to waste any more time. So they say no rather than yes. A lot of that's not personal. Sometimes, guys, when you're rejecting people, it is too superficial. You're missing out on great people because, quite frankly, you're not getting to know them. But don't make the rejection personal because it's not always. I think be curious rather than hard on yourself. So everything is is learning rather than failure. So if I go into a situation you know, whether it's in business, whether it's health, whether it's fitness, it, it, you know, even at work, you measure whether something is working for you or not. And if something's not working, continuing to do it isn't, isn't great. Look, I know a lot of people go into dating with various levels of protection mechanisms and even so far as self-protection mechanisms, you know, like they'll go in and be too much <laughs> and, and it's a shield. Oh, the person that gets through that will really like me, but they're not really showing who they authentically are. So they're not giving the other person a chance. So there's all manner of behavior. So I think it's important to look at what is working and what isn't when you're dating. And, you know, that's what I do as a dating coach because people can't always see some of what they're doing and the results that they're getting. But when they fail, Instead of being objective and looking at it unemotionally, they go into the loop of I'm not good enough, no one wants me, it must be because I'm not good looking enough, it must be because, you know, I don't have a great personality, no one's ever going to want me, you know, and all of those thoughts create feelings and you get stuck in a loop that creates more and more anxiety. You really want to go break the pattern and kind of go, hey, I did the best that I could. Well done for getting out there. Be kind to yourself and go, okay, let's look at what I really did and be kind about it. You know, a bit like when you're raising children, you can berate them and, be, you know, give them a hard time, make them feel small and little and not good enough. Or you can, you know, be kind and compassionate in that moment and later teach them what they need to do. That is loving yourself. Loving yourself, honestly, is important. And like I say, it's the actions of love that you're giving yourself. It's being kind to yourself. Now, it's not based on something outside of yourself. That whole low self-esteem is a trap that when you come from that, you're just going to get experiences that match that and reinforce it. That's why it's so important to love yourself. And I can't teach you how to do this in a podcast because it really is a continual action. But I want to leave you with one thing that I want you to do. In every decision you make, ask yourself the one question, what would someone who loved themselves do? What would someone 
who is kind to themselves do? What would someone who believes in themselves do and do that? It just starts by being more kind in your head, more nice to yourself. And again, you're going to have good days and you're going to have bad days. But those words really matter. And sometimes we have thought processes. We make generalizations. We make assumptions. We mind read. All We have black and white thinking. All of these things don't work for us. And, you know, they're a whole subject for another podcast. But, you know, I do want to say that when you start to be nice to yourself, nicer, you're going to feel more comfortable with other people being nice to you. And you're going to attract better experiences, better better people into your sight. And you can also manage to be kinder to the people you date, knowing that they're going through the same experience, having the same feelings of rejection and not good enough. You know, so instead of ghosting them and being mean, treat them with the same level of kindness that you would want. It really makes a difference, okay? So how can you love yourself this week and be kind to yourself this week? It really is a difference. And if you're struggling, look, I do one of two things. I can coach you to change this experience. And if you don't have the money for coaching, I do have a low-cost program that's seven weeks that you can work through on your own pace and will literally change the way you feel and what your experience is when it comes to dating. So I hope whatever you do this week, you manage to be loving and kind to yourself. My name is Debbie Rivers. I'm a relationship coach and I have been for the last decade. And my passion is helping you live a life that you love and find those relationships and keep them so you live that wonderful, happy, fulfilling life that you quite honestly deserve. Bye for now.